man. Why are you trying to make me think it feels like Friday? Like, what the hell? Not only Friday, it's the last segment right, yeah. Friday, too. <laughs> Got two more shows to go before I that. know, I know. I great think, song, I though. couldn't think of anything, so. Well, it's, a great, it's a great track. I just went with the old Ballad of Jane. It's a song I'd never heard until I came back to this show. Really? Like, never heard that song growing up at all. Never knew Really? That, didn't know that song wow. at all. Yep. Wow, that's great. It's crazy. a total it's a new one. hit. Yeah, that I'd never <laughs> known about. That's awesome. Which is crazy, because, you know, I'm growing up with all the fucking... Remember, like, every every other commercial on late-night television was, like, the Monster Ballads CD. Right. And that was never one that was at least played on the commercial. It was always, like, Extreme, uh, Every Rose Has Its Thorn, Patience. It was always, like, the biggest hits were the ones they showed. But it, it was, like, 50 or 60 tracks you get on that CD for... Uh, you know, only three three payments of twenty one ninety five. I think. <laughs> Sorry, no COD. Wait, was it the Time Life like music collection? No, this was like just its own. Like I think it was called. It was was it Monster Ballads? Oh or yeah, Ballad like Ballads? Monsters of Rock or Power Ballads yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you had one of those CDs? I didn't. I was just talking oh, about I was the commercial. Say this wasn't on it. That's crazy. No, I was just saying on the commercial, yeah. it was always like they only played like the hits. It was like you know, Home Sweet Home and Patience and Every Rose and Extreme. They, those were the songs. They but the whole list would go flying by on the screen, right? And I'm sure that yes, was one. Yes, yes. Because again, there were like 60 tracks. You think you're getting this great deal because it's two CDs and it's again, it's like three installments of like 21.95. I bought one of the With, time plus life shipping ones. and handling. Like, I bought one of the time life ones, was like American music or whatever. It was yeah. like Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Great song. The night they took old Dixie down that song. The night yeah. they drove old Dixie down that song. Yeah, great. It was song. like all those tunes. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm gonna get that. It was like two in the morning, stoned as shit, you know. <laughs> I'm like, all right, fuck. I called up, gave my credit card number. I forgot about it. Came mm-hmm. like two weeks later and it was awesome. Oh, okay. It. it was great. It was like two disc set. Yep. It's all like these old school, like, you know. Americana sort of rock, yeah. whatever. I don't even know what Hurricane that is. on there. I don't think it was actually, mm. but that would have been a good one. Some Skinner on there, definitely some Skinner, and then more like, like Almond Brothers, like that style. Yeah, yeah. like the night they drove a Dixie Dots from like the Civil War, isn't it? Like, isn't it like that's like a super old song? Oh yeah, it? I think it is. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's been like redone a million yeah, times course. by a million yeah. artists and shit. So. Uh, yeah, so I'm a, you know, I kind of like, I'm kind of a history dork anyway. I kind of like that shit. Yeah, so. no, that's cool. So I remember buying that one of like the compilation type CDs. I'm sure I bought more too. I kind of, I wasn't averse to buying those. <laughs> like the 1999 yeah. fucking, yeah. I, I, I did that more than once. I'm sure of it. That doesn't even exist anymore. No. No, or even like even like music buying clubs, you can't buy like a hundred CDs for a dollar. Right, like anymore, what's Columbia House now? I don't know, porn probably. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Pornhub bought it out. Yeah, just porn. Like you just buy porn tapes or DVDs. By the way, I got to okay. I have to forward you a, yeah. an email because someone wants to get in touch with us for the Toys for Tots thing. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm forwarding you um, his email. Okay, perfect. I told him that you handle more of the Facebook shit. So Sounds good. Do you want it at the Atlantic Coast Radio one or the, at the Big Jab one? Big Jab is, or uh, Atlantic Coast Radio is fine. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right, so I just forwarded you that, so that's what that is. So Columbia House still exists. Really? Is it for porn? You get like throat Tough yogurt six. You get like the throat yogurt series, and they include like anal getting one, two, and three. <laughs> no, there are movies though. There's DVDs. Okay, 
Analgeddon. There's Columbia House DVD Club's DVD rental does not look like there's any adults. Sorry, Javier. BMG music. So they can sell they can still sell DVDs by a mail order? All right, so or this, maybe it's like the oh, this is interesting. So this is the this is actually like a website showing all the different stuff. So like BMG Music Service apparently still around. Remember BMG? Kind of. Three DVDs Vaguely. for a dollar each, free shipping. Really? Ten day risk free trial. Really, ten day risk free, huh? Yep. Uh, Burn that fucker, send it back. Yeah, that's actually yeah. Columbia House is still around. I can't believe it. Columbia House DVD Club. That's what it's known as now. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's already vastly outdated, though. Yeah, I mean, when's the like, last time? We have a DVD player sure. at camp because we yep. don't have, like, cable and okay, shit because so we go rustic. Take so your we fucking, buy, take your, we buy DVDs. Right, take your camp out of the way. Like, yeah. what? Uh, that's the only time what, we use When's the last DVDs? time you got that's a DVD? Yeah. Well, I guess, like, if you have kids, though, like, yeah. young kids, yep. you might have, like, Frozen on DVD or something, something you can, like, play all, sure. the, you know. But or you, you might, you might have, also have it on Disney. Right, I was going to say, Disney you app. have it on Disney+. Plus. We do, yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's Not some, everyone's going to have that, But, though. like, Annie, sure. like, there's some movies that, like, aren't readily available that your kid likes. Like, if we want to watch The Sandlot, although I bet mm. you that's somewhere, too, but... But in to, some ways, DVDs are a little more to convenient your point. Sure. than, like, searching fucking, like, three streaming services to see if they have Sandlot, Right. Like, Netflix might have it, but Amazon might not, and mm-hmm. Hulu might not. So, like, you know, sometimes it's more convenient. Just, but, yes, to your point, like, all of our DVDs, I have a lot of DVDs. They're all at camp. We don't have any DVDs at our house <laughs> at all anymore. Yeah, so I found, uh, Columbia House is basically just DVDs. Yeah. Get your first two DVDs what only you, for nine ninety five. And whatever, like nine, like whatever, like their biggest like hub for orders is. Like, what part of the country is like still buying DVDs? Oh, good question. Like, is it the Heartland? Like, what's? I wonder where Columbia House's value is now. Probably nothing. <laughs> so I'm thinking, man. Like, who knows what it is? Like the value of their in- inventory, maybe. Mm-hmm. True. At like at like four cents a DVD. <laughs> Sitting on just no one fucking of wants. Them. <laughs> well, it's like I get a kick. We go like again at camp since we only have we have an old school TV and a DVD player. Mm-hmm. I go to Bull Moose a lot to go buy DVDs. It's fucking great. Like I love the experience of going to Bull Moose and buying a DVD for eight bucks. I don't know why, but I love it. Bull Moose is closing. The the Portland store. No, just the Portland no. store is closing. Why? Yeah, I don't know. Eighteen uh, bucks an hour minimum wage. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think that might play a factor. <laughs> It's also an extreme. I can't imagine how cheap it is to be in that building. And, you know, they have, I think their Scarborough store does a ton of business now. So I think that's, mm. I think that's basically their hub. But I hope I th- the one in Waterville stays open because that's the one I go to. I think that one's, yeah, as far as I know, that one's staying open. I'd imagine the rent might be a little bit lower there. I would think so. Yeah. It's next to like an Olympia sporting goods. You always but, know the rent's like mm-hmm. cheap if Olympia. <laughs> yeah. If there's, I didn't even know those still existed. Yeah. There's one, there's still, there's, there was one scarboard out there. Is, this, is that one on Route 1 scarboard out there anymore? I don't know. I'm a, it's one of those little weird, yeah. you know, turn offs. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm a proud Olympia sports alum. You work there? Warehouse, baby. It's amazing. Like, they don't sell anything. No. Like they sell like track suits and like sneakers, and that's fucking. So it. when I worked there, I worked there, you know, at the end of the '90s into into 2000, right before I went to college, and it was, I worked in the warehouse, and we did, I did a lot of the, you know, replenishing orders. So things that are bought, we would refill. Right. Yeah. And so it was for, obviously, it was a ton of shoes. That was a big shoe store mm-hmm. because that was back in the day when, like, you wouldn't go to like, well, first off, like. 
fucking Bob's wasn't even around yet. Sports Authority wasn't around yet. So those stores didn't even exist. So you were going still to like Foot Locker and Olympia Sports and stuff like that to get shoes. So that was a huge, that was always a big one. But it was a ton of, like you said, it was a ton of, of athletic gear. Athletic wear. It's junk. And a ton of just people buying Olympia Sports shirts. They sold a shitload of those things, man. All the time. Hmm. Just those shirts, you know, just orange and pink and purple and blue, whatever color, Olympia Sports. They sold a crap ton of them. Really? Yeah. I started going in there not like a year or two ago hoping to find like golf shoes or something. Or I can't remember what I was looking for. They even have golf shoes? Nothing. No, they fucking nothing. It was ridiculous. My guys call yourself a sporting goods store? Like all you have is fucking sneakers and fucking sweats. Well, and the stuff was always pretty. yeah, they call themselves sporting goods stores. There's like three different tennis rackets and stuff like that. The golf, the golf sets were just mostly, you know, beginner novice. They never got into golf. No, and the sweats are all now and, fucking like super tapered yeah. hipster fucking sweats. The worst fucking yeah. things I've ever seen in my life. I can't wait till like this phase is over. Like people look back at twenty years, like, you guys look like fucking assholes <laughs> because it will pass, and those pictures will still exist. That is true. You know, I never really. I never really think about that. What like what the future, like what's the, fu- like kids. Are what, like, what's the future of children? Like kids <laughs> and like, what why, they're gonna look like, Daddy? Why did all your fat friends wear super tight clothes? I don't know, honey. I don't. I can't explain it. It just they thought it was cool. You can be like, honey, why are you guys all wearing like giant umbrellas? Yeah, what or whatever gonna, the fuck uh, they're gonna be wearing, dude. Know. Like it's gonna nothing get, probably. It's gonna get, <laughs> it's gonna get it more strange probably than what it is now, which is always fun to see. But. Well, it also depends on which direction your kid goes in. Like, if your kid goes in the Instagram direction, you're in trouble, right? Because it's probably going to be, like, almost nothing. But your kid could go in the other direction, too. But it's like, you know. Yeah. But if it goes in the Instagram direction, it's fucking brutal, right? I mean. <laughs> like. Yeah, dude, that is a. Your buddies are, like, secretly following your daughter's Instagram page because she's, like, 19 and naked. Well, yeah, that's ugh, it's weird. Like, well, who's yeah. the uh, Tate Martell's sister? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. who was strange enough on that tv show then kind of like building off of her brother to become a influencer it's amazing she's she's someone she's someone who should have done porn she would have made a lot of money doing porn yeah i I feel like her moments passed like is she she still is she relevant i don't i don't really i would think you would know if she was though i will say this javier it's the one thing where i'm as old as you buddy i don't understand the influencer game very much at all I, I don't like the YouTube people, like Jake, like that dude who well, just beat Nate Robinson's ass. Yeah, but we, I don't know anything about the Paul brothers. But, like I don't know what TikTok is. But look at our society, yeah. though. It's like basically we've created high school for our society. Like, that is there true. There was a fight after school, and it was that Paul dude against fucking Nate dog. Like yeah. that was two two of the like two of the kids in high school were gonna have a fight, and the whole high school knew about it, right? I mean, that's what. Our society is like, that's what influencers like, are. They're like the popular chicks, right? The popular dudes telling yeah. you what you should like and what you should buy. See it's many like, people bought that fight, by the way? The, no, ty- the Tyson Roy Jones thing. Oh, was it big? Tons. I mean, I, I imagine it was more for Tyson, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But the still, curiosity. Yeah, I think. Seeing what Tyson's still, got. Still, I mean, gosh. I mean, Tyson's going to do it again. I would have bought it, but I would like to see what Tyson has left. I'm just curious, right? That, like, mm-hmm. you know, the most devastating puncher of our of lifetime. Does he still have some of that? Right. It doesn't sound like he does. We couldn't knock Roy Jones out in 14 Well, rounds, so. from what it sounds like, there was a gentleman's agreement that no one's getting knocked out. No. All right. Well, then, 
Which I'm sure that came from Roy Jones's camp. Because yeah, Mike, Tyson wouldn't. Have I don't think Mike was too worried about getting knocked right. out. Right? They probably made feel like Mike. Listen, we'll make sure you please, please make sure it's worth your while to like, knock knock him Mike, out. Mike, please don't kill this dude. Right? I mean, that's probably what was <laughs> right. Probably, I mean, that's probably the pre-fight speech. Yeah, it's like Mike. Yeah. Come on, man, just don't kill this guy. And Mike is, Mike is uh, to Mike's credit, though, he's come a long way as a human being. Like, yes. he's actually trying to be a good person. Mm-hmm. So he's probably like, every instinct inside me tells me I should kill this man, but I'm not going to. Because he's rehabilitated Mike Tyson, right? So I dig that. I like Mike now. Did you ever watch the one I mean, one I loved him show? when he was a fucking menace, but I was young and shit. Sure. It's cool to see him, like, try and be a human being. He's tried to, yeah, he's trying. He's trying, Which is yeah, great. Absolutely. And, and I, I think, think you have to respect I think he kind of is. I, mean, I, I think, think he's pretty genuine yeah. about it. I think, he's, I think he's, I think he's very sincere about what he was, what happened in the past and why he was in jail and, and. Uh, I mean, look how many people new, used like him. The, I mean, he was right, used yeah. every day of his life till he was done. Yeah. Boxing and they lost everything, and Mm -hmm. sometimes that wakes you up, right? Do you ever see his one man show? Yeah, it's crazy, but it it was fun. It's insane. I'd like to watch it. I've seen it. uh, It was on HBO for a long time. Oh, okay. It's probably on demand on HBO. It's probably on YouTube too. I'm sure we can find it. But uh, it's it's much better than you would expect. He is a very fascinating individual. Yeah, he's smarter than you think too. You Mm -hmm. know, just no education, no upbringing, no fucking. You know, like fucking the, the people after Customato died. I mean, you're talking about like fucking, you know, like Don King. Don and, King was like the biggest influence yeah. in his life. I mean, yeah. as a young man, that's probably the worst thing that can happen <laughs> to you. Only in America. <laughs> it's probably the worst thing that could happen to you. It's true. Especially for someone with no education, no background, right? Or limited background anyway. So, uh, yeah, he's one of the most, more fascinating people to me, uh, Mike, because his story is. In some ways, very, you know, we've seen the story a million times, but in, but in some ways, like, totally unique. Too, well, you right? typically don't see it continue on to where Mike is now. And like yeah, I, chapter two has been amazing. Yeah, yeah. Or the last, or whatever you want sure. to call it, right? Yep. Yeah, he's... The sequel. <laughs> he's he's just such an interesting guy, and so it, like, I wonder what... And he's done like, terrible things. I mean, you know, oh, absolutely. I can see that he's done terrible things. I, just, but I also think that he's I trying wonder, not I'm to just, be terrible. I'm just trying to figure out like what like senior citizen Mike Tyson is. Bad motherfucker, man. <laughs> he's always gonna be a bad motherfucker. <laughs> it's never gonna it's never gonna change. He's gonna be the dude that like someone breaks into his house not knowing who he is, gonna oh. beat the fuck out of him. Yeah, right? like seventy five. So like twenty five year old punks are breaking into Tyson's <laughs> house. He's not gonna know who Mike Tyson was. Like, what are you doing here, old man? Right, he's like, fuck <laughs> you, you, old man. Do? And Tyson's yeah. just gonna fucking <laughs> jack him up. It's gonna be awesome. Then he's gonna like sick a tiger on him. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna feed him with his tiger. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. That's who Mike Tyson will be. If he's alive. I guess he just continues to do the the Vegas thing where he's just a celebrity. Well, and, he needs to yeah. make money. I mean, yeah, no, it's yeah. The other thing too is he blew again, a lot. I don't look. These are, you know, you might react differently, but he's a guy that you know got used to living as a heavyweight king of the world mm-hmm. for a long time, right? So I'm not saying that he's owed that or anything, but Mike's probably version of normal life probably requires a lot more Pretty money exquisite. than like my sure. version of normal life yeah. requires, even though he came from nothing, right? Mm-hmm. You still get accustomed to to what you become. Yeah, and he had that for quite a while. So long time. Yeah. Yeah, but most of his adult life, really. Yeah, and then of course, you know, tigers are expensive. <laughs> Everyone knows. A grand of wheat and me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I read. A big story in the post when he first went broke, and they were talking about all of his expenditures. And they did spend some time on the Bengal Tigers because it was extravagant. It's a hundred thousand dollars a week in fucking meat. Can you imagine that shit? No, man, that's crazy. Fucking ridiculous. That is. That's absolutely he had insane. Two of them. He had two of them. That's he had right. Two. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't just yeah. one. He had fucking two. 
Should listen to her. You only need one of everything, Mike. <laughs> one Bengal tiger. It's <laughs> exactly what Herm was talking about. But that's you know what? That's so why life is so great because of this great speech by Herm Edwards, right? One, one, one. Meanwhile, like I think it was like the next year Chris Carter's talking about getting fall Get a fall guy. guy. <laughs> I know, like the best advice and the worst advice. <laughs> Be way better if it was like back to back speeches. Yeah, right. <laughs> like what like the, Herb's like, take like, control of your life. Be responsible. And Chris Carr's like, do whatever the fuck you want, but make sure someone else goes down for it. <laughs> oh, all right, Chris. Holy shit. It's like, hi, Mr. Carter. What do you pay said fall guy? Is it based on how many years he goes to jail for you? Or right. how's that work? How much prison time are we talking about? Right. Like, how much did Barry Bonds pay that dude to go for, to jail for him for however many years that was? It was quite a few years, too. Yeah. What was, was that like guy's five name? Or like, ten or something. Something Anderson? What was that guy's name? Ken Anderson or something like that? Was he a Greg quor- Anderson? Was he a quarterback? Ken Anderson was a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah. Bengals. Oh. Yeah. Super Bowl? Loss? Was he under center for, this, for the first one? Was he the wasn't first? Boomer. Who was under center for the second one? Boomer. Yeah, it definitely wasn't Boomer in the first one. Yeah. It probably was Kenny Anderson. Yeah. I don't know if I could name another Cincinnati Bengal quarterback other than Ken Anderson, yeah, who can. was there before Boomer. Oh, before Boomer. Yeah, I can name him. Yeah, I'm just saying before Boomer, Ken Anderson's the only guy I would know. May have gone Ken Anderson, Boomer, though. Those Super Bowls sure. were only like seven years apart. Yeah, it was 87, was the... It was 82 and 87. Or yeah, something like that. Or 89. Or yeah. something, or yeah. 88. Yeah, 88. 80. No, it was either 88 or 89. Actually. That's right, because 87 yeah. was the, the Redskins and... The, yeah. It was soon ju- to be Bearhawks and the Dallas Cowboys. Right. No. What? Yes. No. No, no. It was, it was Broncos. Bearhawks, Broncos. Yeah. The year before that was Giants, Broncos. That's right. 86. Broncos lost a lot of fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they did, dude. Plus a lot of fucking Super Bowls. Oh, you it's funny, you talk about we talk about this with the Duke all the time, Eli. Perception, right? Yeah. His perception of John Elway is that he's like this superstar quarterback, absolute fucking legend, blah, 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 blah. Whereas especially for you, but for me, this for my first memory it was him getting his ass whooped two years in a row in the Super Bowl. Oh I bet. Yeah. Still the worst blowout of all time is a fifty five to ten drubbing. Loss, I guess we'll call it. They were up. Well, they were up ten nothing. No, that was the Washington game. The, oh, that was the 42. The 49ers beat them fifty five. That's 10. right. Then it was forty two ten or yeah, something. Yeah, they got like killed that. in that yeah. game too. Yeah. <laughs> Giants one was wasn't that close either. Giants pulled away in the second half. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, John always zero three. Yeah, he saved his career by going. Yep. those too late. Yep. Again, his numbers, his fucking numbers are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like for an all time great, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> Excuse me. So what the hell were you, how the hell did we get to that? I don't know, because we were talking about Tyson and before that. I don't know how we got on Tyson exactly. How the hell did we get to football? I don't know. All things fall lead, guy? All roads lead to football. Oh, we were dude. talking about uh, Herm. Guy. I was talking about Herm saying you only need one <laughs> of everything, and that was Tyson with the Tigers. You need one Tiger, buddy. One That's Bengal true. Yeah. That's true. Well, anyways. Hey, uh. Thanks to our good friends from Main Man Flavors. That's right. Mainmanflavors.com. Is there a better stocking stuffer in the world than a nice local homemade hot sauce from Main Man Flavors? Uh, what else we got going on with Main Man Flavors? We got relishes. Relishes. We've got yeah. the teriyaki sauce. We've actually had people write in about the teriyaki sauce. And the the blueberryaki. Yeah, blue. I should say that, the blueberryaki sauce. Uh, so, again, check it out. Online, Main Man Flavors, that's F-L-A-H, 
Nope. F-L-A-V-A-H-S. Flavas. Flavas. Dot com. Or you can find them in specialty stores. All those little places you're going to find stocking stuffers in, right? You're going to go to all those little specialty stores up and down the coast. You're going to find me in Flavas. Buy it. You'll love it. Your woman's going to make you go all these specialty stores over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Get something you like while you're trying to tell your woman that you really like that tiny cutting board that you'll never use. Honey, what do you think of this cheese knife? I think it's amazing. You should buy seven of them, honey. Wait, so it's supposed to be that way in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Abby, you got to check out this cheese knife. No. Come on. <laughs> we have a set of cheese knives. One's for cheddar, one's for gouda, one's for something else. Brie. Some shit. That's right. Fucking unreal. Actually, I don't know about that. All the fucking (laughs) knickknacks. We went to the we went to a store of useless shit. Did we talk about this on the pod yet? I don't know. uh, The store of useless shit. I don't think so. How useless is what you were gonna get to? So we went on one of those trips where you go to like small useless shit stores where they had sell you an old rusty spring for like thirty bucks because it's fucking. What do they call that? Wait, there's a trip? Well, we went on oh, a you, trip. Oh, you guys went. We it was drove. like a destination place to go. Yeah, so yeah. the woman yep. wanted to go to the Cabin Master's place. Yeah, right? I gotcha. Like yep. drink a beer there, oh, yeah. whatever. Sure. They had live music. Oh, that's cool. And then she wanted yeah. to go to like these useless shit stores. Yes. I think other people call them maybe antique stores or well, they're everything's de- repurposed. It depends. Right? There's like different levels of what you're talking like salvage and yeah, okay. and uh, so it's a and big antique. Yes. Right. So I know what so you're So it's talking like a about. big warehouse sure. thing. They have a couple cool homemade tables that probably cost four thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And then just like rusty old shit everywhere. They yeah. had they had like a, a three tiered tin dish. With like an old metal spring in the middle, it was like tilting off to one side, like a leaning tower of Pisa. They wanted fucking seventy five bucks for it. Mm. I could have made that in like metal shop on my own when I was in fifth grade. It's fucking ridiculous. There's a whole store of this bullshit. We went to like three of them. Yeah, I only went into one. I sat in the car for the other. Where time. are they? <laughs> They're in uh, uh, fuck around Augusta. Oh, okay, that area. Yeah. You have no idea how hard I am. Right <laughs> I know. I bet you are. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing better than getting to, uh, getting to bowling a little early and, oh, we're early. Let's go check out this architectural salvage place oh that's boy. right across the yeah. street. So they'll sell you some old fucking wheel, lot of some old shitty bed. From, 400 from, bucks? Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford any of it. I just and love like, going there. It's and like, it's like $70. It's like, I'm like, really? It's like, Abby, amaze, imagine if we had 17 of these claw tubs in our house. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, like the crystal doorknobs? Yeah, oh, like, yes, oh, I do. Oh, fucking Christ. I had like 10 of those. Actually, I fucking hate those. Yeah, people love them, right? I, they I mean, do. Yeah. They absolutely so love them. So all that kind of bullshit, whole fucking store of them. Not really for an old Buxton house. <laughs> well, no, it kind of is, right? I mean, those- I don't know. Those crystal- question. Do you have the original doors and shit in that we thing? We don't, no, uh, sadly. If you had the old ones, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, it's for like old houses. Like yeah, the we, oldest, all the, all, our oldest doors have the, uh, like the old wrought iron press button things, yeah. which I don't think are very old. Yeah. But- Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but I know what you're talking about. So, I, I do. Those are cool, but again, what, what are they charging? Like, like rusty, rusty door knockers. Right here, and, you here know, get this just, for two hundred fifty dollars. Right, and it's just useless crap. Like, <laughs> honey, we're not gonna buy any of this. Why are we fucking here? Like, please, for love. So I sat in the car mm-hmm. for the other two. No, there you go. Which fine. Texted my friends and sure, cut fucking Candy Crush. And that's true. I mean, there's a level of there's a level of got my rage up on Twitter and then got off Twitter. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a level of antiquing that I can stand. I 
typically will find a record area, like a vinyl section that will keep me uh, occupied was, the yeah. whole time. I didn't see that. Area. Uh, and old houseware stuff does does make me horny. But yeah. other than that, man, no, like this I is can't brutal. do it. Yeah. yeah, tough. I'm like, hi, can we leave the useless hit store? She's like, shh. There is a place out in like Hollis. Out if you keep going out to uh, t- nah, 202. And it's just this dude's, it's like this dude's house. It's all of his land, and he just has fucking piles of junk and like eighteen empty eighteen wheeler containers full of junk and like signage. And he has, <laughs> right in the middle of all, all of it, he has a KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken like steeple from a restaurant. No shit. Every time I go by, I'm like, I need to go ask him how much that is. Like, I want to buy that just to Would say you put I have it. In your house or I have what? no idea. Hmm. I have lawn no idea ornament? where it would go. You have a big lawn, right? We do. We could just put it out as a lawn. Yeah, ornament. put a lawn. It'd be amazing. Yeah, right in the like, middle of your field. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, this dude, and he just he opens up a couple days a week, and the place gets fucking packed because he's got really? e- like it's just everything, everything you're looking rummaging. for. Yep, yeah. just totally rummaging. The dude just making like fucking dickering all day. But dude. it was a good. It was a yeah. good way to keep the woman occupied for a day. There you like, go. You probably sat, won a lot of points. I that sat day. in the car. Yeah, but points last what half an hour. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, the points don't last. Like, they expire, and they expire quickly. They mm. expire on the – like, once you get home, they've already expired. Sure. Like, they might they might get you, like, reasonable treatment on the ride home, but once you're back <laughs> in the house, all the points are gone. Like, it's not, they have no staying power. It's the reset. Yeah, there's no staying power there, so. <laughs> but it was a good way to sort of kill a rainy day and not have to – not have to uh, – like again, I, I sat in the car a lot that day. A lot of um, a lot of safety meetings on my own. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, a lot fine. of you know just, just introspective chilling talk. out, playing on my phone. Yeah, thank God for the phone. What did people used to do before the fucking phones? I just sat there boredom. I had to sit there. I forgot my phone in the car. I bought uh, Mexican food takeout. Yep, last week. Yeah, forgot my phone in the car. I had to wait like six minutes. I was like, holy shit, this is what like waiting used to be like. <laughs> I could sit there. I could do nothing. Do you remember like the back of a car in a trip? I do. I hated it as a kid. Could you read in the car? I could. I, I got immediately wanted to puke. Me too. Plus, so. I was in the back of a 1972 fucking Pinto wagon with no fucking windows, two door, fucking lighted gas. So it's a little worse than mine. I was in a fucking, Damn. yeah, I was in some kind of like death oven or something. It's like here's carbon, here's leaded carbon monoxide. We're going a four year ride, four hour ride. Hopefully you're alive by the time we get there. We had a sweet. Like, and here's your lap belt in case we get into a car crash. The car's probably going to blow <laughs> up because it's a Pinto. But yeah, we had a Sub. It's amazing I survived. Subaru GL, like nice. eighty six wagon. All right, it's pretty sweet. Well, I can't believe we never died in our Pinto wagon though. Yeah, that's I'm shocked that you're here. Yeah, like no brakes, leaded gas. Bucket seats with fucking lap belts. And they exploded. That yeah. was the car that exploded. Well, that was the joke that they always had in Top Secret. Yeah, the car got uh, bumped into it like a half mile an hour. Blows blows up. Up. Yeah, was, that was my childhood car. Except for it was the wagon, not the, uh, not the hatchback. Was the hatchback just a two-seater? I think so. Yeah. That's the one that blew up a lot. The wagon supposedly was a little bit safer. Blew up less often. Oh, that's good. That's good. Still blew up, just not as often as it was. <laughs> Couple inches further away from the gas tank. Yeah, I think it's the longer body just made it slightly less likely to blow up. <laughs> my God, <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. So uh, my daughter got her first report card today. 
like grade numbers here for or no. are we talking like checks and minuses it's and like all that you fun? know like, like, meets like expectations like, yeah like like yeah like yeah learn like you know developing or whatever all these mm-hmm. but then there's comments that's mm-hmm. what your kids like at school so my daughter's already an infinitely better infinitely better student uh, than I was. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's got, a good sign. Got, like the best report card you could get. So <laughs> excellent. Well, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, super proud. Good Christmas for her coming up. Would be anyway, but yeah, mm, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Like I remember, I I remember in Gorham, you didn't get letter grades until fourth grade. Really? So like first, second, third grade. It was all like checks and check pluses and all that crap. We got we started. I remember it was it was S it was NS for need strengthening, S for satisfactory, mm. and VG for very good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Need strengthening. I like that. NS. I fucking live in fear one of those. Yeah. So I remember my brother, older than me, would always get straight A's because that's what he was. Yeah. So I was so excited to get my first report card in fourth grade. Never got one. And of course, when you're in first second, you're getting all these checks and check pluses. So you think you're amazing. I remember getting a C, and I was, like, afraid to show my parents. Really? Yeah. I remember getting... Then first, my mom hit me. First, no, I was kidding. First time my parents got mad at me for my report card, was, I was, like, in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> I remember vividly. Dad was passed. <laughs> I remember I got a D in college. Then we went like, to oh the track. Then we went to the track. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't believe... You need to study more. Let's go to Roosevelt. <laughs> All right. Got it. Like, was he a guy that had like an in on a ho- uh, like a horse or a? Oh yeah. Like I got an in on the on the fourth race. Absolutely. Who's... You don't you don't go that often if you're not doing that. <laughs> how do you work those? Like, how do you work up those? You just learn. Contacts? You just meet just, people. Yeah. Just look. If, if you're one of the guys that's on the fucking aqueduct on a Wednesday, there's only fucking like twenty other guys that are there on a Wednesday every <laughs> Wednesday, so you get to know each other. I remember my dad's buddy Arnie was a fucking New York City public high school teacher and coke dealer. <laughs> it was the craziest person, maybe to this day, I've ever met. And he used to tell incredible stories about like you know guns and knives at school. And, oh yeah, yeah. And he was a teacher. Jeez. He was at Aqueduct every fucking Wednesday afternoon. Where <laughs> <laughs> he was every Wednesday, that was there, and I was there on a lot of Wednesdays. <laughs> I love the fact that he was dealing coke as well. Was he dealing coke to like students? No, I think it was just how he made money on the side. Gotcha. To gamble yeah. with. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what a life, man. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Arnie lived that long. I think I remembered my dad telling me Arnie died like, mm. you know, maybe 20 years ago or oh, something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, hey. He well, lived out He spread his ashes at Yonkers. <laughs> Where's Aqueduct? Long Aqueduct's Island? on Long Island. Yeah, okay. Yeah, all those places. Like Rhode, Roosevelt doesn't exist anymore, but that was out there. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Meadowlands yep. know, racing New Jersey, and Belmont's right on the base of Long Island, too. Oh, okay. And Yonkers is in Yonkers? Yonkers is in Yonkers. I don't think Yonkers exists anymore. I don't know if it's really. Right. I'm not sure if it does. That was a trotter track. I, I, th- I think it might still exist. Really? Well, the only reason I say that, maybe it's... I, I feel like I was watching an episode of uh, Billions, and 
It was at Yonkers. They went to Yonkers Raceway? Well, yeah. One of the main characters grew up like poor in that area. And oh, now okay. he's a billionaire, so he still goes to Yonkers and will bet on a race or two or something. Oh, like okay. That. So it was like yeah. at, it was at night and there. And like so it used to be a so, trotter track. That's right. where I got to see Niatros. Remember when we talked about Oh, Niatros? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where I saw Niatros. You know, there's this thing called the internet. I could just easily look it up mm. and find out. Uh, it is still open. Nice. Yeah. It's one of the only ones that survived of the trotters and pacers and shit. Yeah. I think they have a million dollar race still. In really? like that world. I think that the highest, I think there's still like a $1 million championship race. Right. In, in, in uh, harness racing. There's the Art Rooney pace. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's kind of cool. <laughs> First run in 1989. Oh, sorry. Kind of recently, by my standards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two, uh, 2016 was the last one. It's $300,000. Oh, all right. Oh, so wait a minute. If it's 2000, did maybe what about it's the, not... is, does the Hambleto- Hambletonian, type in the Hambletonian, see if that still exists. The Hambo. Is that like the biggest? That used to be the big race, if I remember correctly. Hamiltonian Stakes. Uh, let's see, where is it? Meadowlands. Is it still? Is it? Is it still going? Yeah. Is it a million dollars? It is. Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the, the crown jewel, so to speak. Ramona Hill won it. All right, this cool. Year. Yeah, Good a million bucks. Yeah. So I think that's the still the crown jewel of harness racing. Gotcha. That's like the 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 Kentucky Derby Preakness and mm-hmm. all of it all one. Belmont. Yes, it is. So I guess Meadowlands is still open. Hambo. I might go to Hambletonia. That'd be fun. Go to Hambo fucking one more time. <laughs> At least I've been to a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> was it always was it always um uh, harness racing with your dad? No. No, oh, okay. it was both. Ponies as well. Ponies the as thoroughs. well. I think the harness guys race through the winter though. Oh, uh, okay. And the and aqueduct races through the winter too, but I don't think Belmont does. And I think the winter racing aqueduct is relatively new. So I think back mm. in the day, the only winter racing might have been harness racing. Okay. I think that might be right. I don't. I was seven. I was, <laughs> I was like nine. So. <laughs> but I think that might have been. I was. How do you not remember this? I was dude? pretty familiar with the racing schedule in New York for a long time, yeah. but. Uh, I don't remember all of that, but I think it was winter. I don't think there was. I don't think Aqueduct had winter racing when I was a kid. That came in like in my twenties. Mm-hmm. And then it was Saratoga in the summers. Always Saratoga in the summers. Although we, once in a while, we'd go, but not until my mom ended up going up there. Yeah, we went there you know, regularly. But that was like a big family fucking trip, right? Oh, Saratoga. <laughs> Gonna get a hotel. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys ever heard of these things called a hotel? Hope the Pinto makes it. <laughs> yeah. Cold day. That's summer, at least. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Good old August. August driving. That's right. <laughs> Hambo. I'd go to Hambo again. Fuck that. That'd be awesome. Dude, you should do it. One more time. Do it. One more time. Why just one more time? Maybe I'll bring, like, my daughter around, like, show her, like, how I grew up as a degenerate. Yeah, but, like, this is my childhood, honey. (laughs) Fit that aqueduct. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? 
Daddy, let's make some money. Daddy, this is awesome. Right, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's right. Fucking daughter grows Daddy, up to be a degenerate. Daddy, we need to box this trifecta. <laughs> Fucking daughter grows up to be a degenerate horse gambler. <laughs> Fuck. Failed. You had that one really good report card first time. First report card in kindergarten was solid. Or, but then I took her to the track. Or, or just spitballing here. Yeah. Sunday mornings nationwide, Javier. It's the Izzy Garidi gambling show. There you go. Yeah. She's here to make you money. Hey, you know, that'd be kind of awesome. Man. Right. I was like, you just make her like. Like, fucking really? She becomes like an amazing. Like, what if yeah. she becomes the most. Like, she's the predominant yeah. horse handicapper in the world. Yeah. She's like the Randy Moss. Yeah. She's like on the SPN doing fucking. <laughs> fucking like the Kentucky awesome. Derby. <laughs> and I owe it all to my daddy. <laughs> Yeah, we. I think you know. I'll take her to a track every now and then. But I think it's gonna be a little more casual. <laughs> I don't think there's gonna be. I don't think there's gonna be as much desperation in the air. Daddy, I just snuck into the men's room to hear the latest stock tips about what's going on. Like, Dad, does this mean I can't get new pads? <laughs> Why did I say stock tips? Oh God, how's the stock market doing today? Flat. Oh, that's right. You said that. I'll take it, my friend. I'll take it. Uh, oh man, uh, what what else were we, what were we going to actually talk about today? I had a couple things. Yeah, I wanted to talk about new about my new microfiber towel. Oh, you did, and you also wanted to talk about uh, the the Family Man, right? I do want to talk. Yeah, about that. just a little. We don't have to spend much. No, time. that's it's, okay. It's boring for people that haven't seen it. Sure, and it's hard to relate. Sure. So. Um, can I talk about my microfiber towel? You real can quick, though. It's the weirdest thing I've ever had. Because I hate it and I love it at the same time. It's terrible. And, it's terrible and amazing at the same time. So, you ever had one of these? I don't think so. No, you. I think you'd know. If okay. You okay. So the woman comes home. She's like, "I got your towel," because she always complains that like my towel is always gross. Sure. So she bought me this microfiber towel. It's got like silver like woven into it, mm-hmm. so it's not supposed to get gross. Whatever. So it's incredibly thin, mm-hmm. which I hate. Mm-hmm. I like the feel of like a nice thick towel sure. on me, like you know, luxurious thick towel. You want right? some weight? I want, yeah, I want yeah. It to like, yeah, you, know, you want to feel keep that weight, warm, yeah. and you know, so it's incredibly thin. So I hate that about it, right? And it also slides weird on your body. It doesn't slide like a regular towel. Kind of like a sham. It's a little sticky at times, right? Mm-hmm. But you're bone fucking dry afterwards. Okay, like bone dry. Not like when you usually dry off. Like you stand from a fan, you can feel where you're still wet, kind of. Yeah. You're still kind of wet everywhere a little bit, you know, especially in the crevices. Yes. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Bone fucking dry. I'm looking like, these up. bone dry. You know how, like, your nuts are never really dry after you take a shower? Like, you can fucking tell them off, like, 800 times. Yeah. Still yeah, 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 Not yeah. really dry. Yep. Bone fucking dry. <laughs> like, dry. Completely dry everywhere. It's amazing. So I can't... I, I hate it and I fucking love it at the same time. I can't decide if I hate it or I love it. I can't decide if I want three more of them or if I yeah. want to burn it. I wish they made a thicker version of it, but maybe that's maybe part of like the appeal is that you know I feel you only yeah. need this much. I don't know. Yeah, but I believe I bet you can find microfiber towels that are thicker, like a thicker microfiber yeah. towel. Because I just did a search and there there's all kinds. Okay, there's all kinds, man. So so the one I have isn't the only one made in the world. That's- no, it's not. There might be another. <laughs> <laughs> I might have. I should have maybe thought about that. I like. The, there's one that's made out of just like speedo material. 
That sounds terrible. That looks awful. That sounds even worse. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is it is simultaneously the best and worst experience of your life. Now, was this a the dryness is incredible? Thanks, you've never been drier. Like it's amazing. How uh, yeah, fucking I'd be dry interested. I'd be interested to check that out. Everything is dry. Yeah. Like bone, fucking armpits, dry. Wow. Like everything is dry Just as fuck. And you have really short hair, like me. I do. I'm bald. bone dry. Yes, like fucking dry, dude. Dry as fuck everywhere. It's amazing. To the point where, like, if there's a bead of water on you, you notice. I might have to ask for You're like, what the fuck? Right. You're like, why is that still here? How'd that get there? What the fuck? This is embarrassing. It's unreal. And it's also, also, I'm not sure I can get used to it. It's like fucking witchcraft. It is. Yeah. So that's kind of it, but I wanted to. That's great. No, that's, that's, that's interesting. I feel like what's really bothering. I'm not you sure is if I'm fully recommending it or not. I, I think it's one of those things. Where, like you may love it, you may hate it. You may love hate it, like I do. Hmm. But if your current tell situation is unsatisfactory to you for any reason, it's worth checking. Are out. you like embarrassed that you might like it? I'm surprised at myself. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd like it. Yeah. I feel like you'd be the one like you know what I'm a little wet still. You know what that means. <laughs> just, I could see that. I just, I, I gotta be honest about the results. I'm yeah, fucking, I mean, the dryness, dry is dry, dude. The yeah. dryness is, I've never experienced anything like it, ever. Fucking bone dry, dude. Butt crack, everything. Bone <laughs> fucking dry. Squeaky clean, bro. Nothing. Squeaky dry, dry and clean. Dry is shit. That sounds so dry cool. that, like, the baby powder doesn't stick on as well as it used to. Oh, okay. Like, Fucking wow. bone fucking dry, dude. Baby powder just bouncing right off. Just that fucking flies sheen. right off. Just flies right off. Nothing to hold on to. Yeah, I have to get one for Christmas. It's fucking <laughs> telling you, man. I'm all in. It's kind of great. You sold me on it's it. It's weird, but. And, well, for the fact that you find it a little weird and surprised that you like, which means I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't get over the dryness. Yeah. I can't get over how fucking dry I am. It's. Maybe I'll get used to it. The one thing I worry about, though, now, what if I get used to this and now I go on a trip and mm, I have to use a regular towel? I'm going to feel wet as shit. Yeah. I'm going to feel, like, grossly wet. Well, you do anyways in Florida. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, if you're in That's Florida, true. you take a but shower. But you're in an air-conditioned hotel room. You are, but the minute you're outside, it just doesn't really matter. Plus, you, you know, your swim trunks true. never really get dry either. Like, nothing gets dry when you're down there. That's true. So I wouldn't even worry about it. Now, okay. if you, like, go to... I don't know. For some reason, you think it's a great idea to go to like Barrow, Alaska. You might want to bring the microfiber towel. Like a, like a on a like a dog sledding trip. Yeah, yeah. Because I see you doing that a lot. Yeah, it's totally me. Yeah, it's like hey, 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 boys, let's do it. <laughs> it's, it's totally what I'd be about. Well, maybe if it's a chance to play. Well, no, then why would you? You couldn't again, dog sled you, to it though. Yeah, it wouldn't be cold. Yeah, it'd be warm and nice. Yeah. So fuck it. Yeah. Just deal with it, man. Yeah. But at home. Telling you, dry as shit. I'm telling you, it's crazy. That's really cool. It's crazy. I'm looking forward to buying one yeah, it's, or getting one. It's really, yeah, surprisingly. That's right up my alley. Surprisingly great. Still, like, if it was thicker, I think I'd enjoy the experience more. But mm-hmm. the dryness is just like the payoff is so fucking good that sure. I could deal with the the slight bit of, you know, not liking it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you eat a mayonnaise sandwich off of the deck of this crab boat? Dude, I would be fucking throwing up all over myself if I spent eight <laughs> seconds on this crab boat. <laughs> fucking 
the weather's always horrible. Like they're showing good weather now, yeah. but like ninety nine percent of the time they've been in like, that, like thirty foot raging seas. That's good weather. Yeah, that's good waves. weather. Look how much they're fucking moving. I'd be throwing up all over myself. Yeah. Plus, it probably stinks, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't even know if I could. I don't know how far out to sea I could make it on that. Probably half an hour, and I'd be like, right, we gotta go back. I think I could do it. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm not like a, I couldn't do any of this work. Don't get me wrong. Seaman. I just think I could. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big <laughs> semen guy. <laughs> <laughs> the navy rules when it comes to that shit poop deck oh yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> this fucking tiny little boat little fucking bearing sea 40 foot waves everyone's on smack <laughs> like that's the thing man you gotta like worry about not dying 99% of the time and then the one then the other 1% of the time you have to worry about your crew like not being on drugs. And why like even like the most like advanced boat looks like a piece of shit. Like why do all why do these boats always look like shit? Always like a rusty then like all the like that looks like it was made 100 years. Look at that. Yeah. It all looks shitty. I know. They they just look like shit. It's must... probably a new boat. It's probably like top of line and it looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, I think they I think they get banged up pretty quickly and I think yeah. it's really expensive to fix a lot of stuff. I bet it is. And yeah. So they probably um kind of just go with a lot of times they probably go at a pretty that basic shit. level. Yeah. I've never seen I've never really watched a show before today mm-hmm. and uh it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty it, it's it is. It's unique. Uh, like we're I mean if anyone doesn't know what the fuck we're watching, we're watching Deadliest Catch, but it's it is very unique. It's, it's scary, it's gigantic wild. Gigantic balls. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, I watched a behind the scenes watching the producers work, like the cameramen and <laughs> dude, those guys. Oh yeah, imagine being one of those fuckers. Fucking crazy. That's gonna be horrible. Because first off, you gotta you're 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 watching, so now your peripheral vision's fucked because right, you're so looking you're even through. Even more yeah. fucking sick. Yep, yep, and you better be careful what's going on. You're not, uh, you know, you, your head's not on a swivel. Can't get in the way, right? And if you, yeah, if you get in the way, everyone's gonna fucking yell at you. The yeah. captain's gonna hate you. And if you get hurt or something like that, and and they have to turn around, oh, fuck they're you. losing money. Oh yeah, no big money. Yeah, it's yeah, a disaster. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> and the fact that that break boat might leg. sink yeah, any break, moment. Right, look at that shit. I mean. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's a fucking perfectly sunny day. Look mm-hmm. at that shit. Yeah. Bering Sea is a These fucker. These guys are fucking nuts. They are. They get paid to be nuts. Oh, those fucking king crab, man. They're worth a lot of money. Yep. Oh, big, big. <laughs> big <Fuck>. wave. Boom. <laughs> fucking water's going to be so fucking cold, too. I can't imagine how cold that is. Oh, like, it's got to be right at freezing. Oh, look at that guy's climbing up. Might be below freezing salt water, right? I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. Fucking cold as shit. Man, that oh, is. Oh, they're going to run into the fucking. Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> uh, Family Man. Family Man is fucking awesome. It's on Amazon. If uh, if you have Amazon Prime or whatever, it's on that. And it's basically a. Uh, a show about India's uh, CIA, I guess, or whatever their Secret domestic, is, whatever or, or their domestic terrorist yeah. uh, prevention organization is. They, they refer to it all the time. I just can't figure out what, what they're saying. But um, it's fucking crazy good because uh, if you like, like, spy-type shows and that kind of stuff and terrorism and all that stuff. Terrorism. Uh, like, if you liked, um, if you like Homeland, you know, shows like that, uh, I think you'll love this show. And it's, it's about India's problem with Pakistani terrorism due to their occupation of Kashmir and 
and the whole deal. And it gets really, it gets you into the local politics of all this stuff, which is insane. And, you know, for people that don't know, the biggest nuclear threat in the world is India and Pakistan going to war at any time. They line up at the border of Kashmir every day and have, like, you know, uh, uh, military exercises are very sort of aggressive right across the border from each other. The tensions are always insanely high. And there's a longstanding Pakistani um, population in the region of Kashmir that's been ruled by India forever, right? So you have the oppression of the Pakistani people in this disputed territory. The Pakistanis think it's theirs. India think it's theirs. They've been fighting about it forever. It's the most beautiful place in the world, which is the other crazy thing. You see, like, these mud fucking houses and shit that, that like these terrorists are fucking squatting in. Meanwhile, they're surrounded by like the most lush beauty you've ever seen in your entire life. It's mm-hmm. amazing, uh, you know, sort of juxtaposition between like, you know, the seed of evil and like the garden of evil sure. or whatever. Uh, and then you have, uh, and then it so gets you in all the dynamics of that stuff. You get to see, like it's shot on location. So you get to see regions of Pakistan, Kashmir, India that you would never fucking see otherwise. And it brings you into like everyday Indian life is, you know, for upper middle class people anyway. Uh, in, you know, the bigger cities like Mumbai and stuff. So uh, they touch on the pollution stuff. They touch on the economic issues. They touch on the uh, the, the human rights issues or the, you know, uh, you know India's incredibly, like, they show you, like, street life in India is very violent. Like, that's not something I think any of us really would, would think of, even though we know how poor and, and you know, uh, but it's far away. We don't get to see a lot of it. So uh, if you're interested in, like, how other people live and the, di- and the dynamics that make the world, I mean, What's happening there is very relevant to us, right? And what happens here and the global safety of all of us and all these things are interconnected, which is why modern politics are so so limited in scope. And so, so most Americans are so stupid when it comes to politics, have no idea, like, why the world is the way it is or how it came to be or what's going on, right? So we fight over fucking, you know, transgender bathrooms. But when you, when you, when you take a bigger picture of the world and it interests you and you see how all these things are connected, like this show is fucking awesome. And it delves into like his personal life with his family, which is real, you know, not as interesting to me, but I think people would like that angle of it too. And, um, you know, and it's the whole, it's the whole argument or, and they delve into it. It doesn't really take sides. I think it presents both sides of which came first, you know, chicken or the egg or, are the people in Kashmir, the Pakistanis terrorists because uh, they're terrorists or they were, they made that way by, you know, does does India treat them like that because they're terrorists, or do they act that way because India has oppressed them sure. for, or the the government of India has oppressed them for whatever last few hundred years? So, it gets into all that shit. It gets into like the politics of the region. It gets into the relationship between Pakistan and India. It gets into the incredible, um, the the incredible fucking uh, concessions uh, people have to make in that part of the world. Just to keep, like, peace, right? So it gets into, like, how you advance in these political systems in these countries that mm-hmm. are, you know, there's a faction in Pakistan that is very pro-West. And the people that are, you know, there is a very significant part of the ruling class that wants to be more Western. And then there's the the very uh, traditional sort of Muslim jihadist side that wants nothing to do with that. and wants to be a Muslim state. And, sure. And you know, work you know, carry out Allah's will and all that shit. So, the 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 um, the, uh, the compromises you have to make, the compromises they have to make within their own government, the people they have to you know put in charge and move around, in order to just keep the peace. Like all of it's fascinating, right? And um, and seeing too, like people's motivations aren't really that different everywhere in the world. Even jihadists are motivated by power, fame, money, sure. all the things everyone else is motivated by, right? And, it, and it's, 
I just think it's incredibly well done, and it's uh, a, a, like an insight into a part of the world we never think about, don't know much about, and uh, is a huge, hugely significant part of the world. I mean, when you look at how many people live in that part of the world, the problems that you know fully uh, nuclearized India and Pakistan present to the rest of the world, the pollution that comes from that part of the world, uh, all of it, right? And it's something we don't think about much, but it's... It's truly fascinating if you like this kind of stuff. And you throw in, like, it's a great action spy fucking anti-terror or terrorism versus spies. A lot of fucking shootouts and stuff. So across the board, it's pretty awesome. I love it. Yeah, and you literally just stumbled across it, right? Yeah, I just yeah. kind of was flicking through. And That's I was like, really oh, cool. this looks kind of cool. I'll check it out. And the first yeah. episode, I was like, this is fucking great. I wonder how it's viewed in both India and Pakistan. I wonder if, yeah. I'd yeah, love I don't to, know. I wonder if there's. Because you know more about that shit than I do as far sure. as like the production. I didn't even mm-hmm. know, like, what were we calling it? Dollywood? Oh, Bollywood. Or Bollywood. It, yeah, Bollywood. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even, like, know about that. It's, yeah, it's a it's a huge. I mean, it's a huge film uh, production or, or film production in India is a, a massive thing. I mean, there are Bollywood stars. There, you always see those stories, like the Brad Pitt of Bollywood. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, you know these, you know all all the just beautiful people who so end I'm up sure going to like is, England and and you know being movie stars. Because all the like people that, in the credits yeah. all have Indian names and stuff. Yep. So I'm sure that's where probably it comes from. yeah, it's probably yeah. what it is. That's and very interesting. And it's a little bit polite, like they're a little polite about mm-hmm. the the what the ghettos really look like in Indian right. stuff. But it's not. But that to show far both off. views were of both yeah. India and Pakistan. Done. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I not. See that it's show. not like 100% pro India at all. It's, yeah, it's. I think shows. It also shows what like the Pakistani people more than the Indian people are dealing with with religious fundamentalism in their country. I mean, oh sure. Yeah. You know, it's a real thing they have to deal with. They can't just imprison. They yep. like the military is, you know, more aligned with the Mujahid or the you know the 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 muslim leadership mm-hmm. than they are with like the prime minister and shit so like that's a delicate balance right sure I mean, yeah to, you know and they're carrying out missions and stuff trying to fight terrorism meanwhile half their soldiers are sympathetic to the to the to the jihad cause so mm-hmm. they're constantly helping the jihadists out so you never really get any like you don't get as much traction as you should with the military movements because half your soldiers are on the other side it's fucking you know it sounds like afghanistan yeah, it's like that yeah. whole part of the world's like that, right? So, yeah, yeah so super interesting uh, and I think, like, really, really fucking good. Like, really fucking good. Yeah, I'm going to have to find that. Yeah. You said uh, Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime. And everyone smokes all the time. <laughs> Man, shows like that hurt sometimes. <laughs> the main character just smokes and drinks the entire time. It's hilarious. Ah, uh, damn it. There are times where I'll watch, me like, God damn, I miss smoking cigarettes. <laughs> But I really don't. No, you have like three pops. You're like, all right, it's great. Yeah, God. If, ugh. Yeah. But it is. There are some times where it's just like, man, look how cool that is. Look, Mad Men's so cool. They're all smoking butts. Yeah. Look, that guy had a heart attack. He's still smoking. He's so cool. Some people make smoking look awesome. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Oh, fuck it. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, um. Israeli uh that's yes yeah. I knew there was I knew there was something I was missing but I think we have to hit on the Israeli story which is is quite something here Javier uh, as I pull it up from the Jerusalem Post interesting side note the sports director at WV Radio when I was there was this guy named Mike Wagenheim who is now the, or at least was the last time I knew, the D.C. Bureau Chief for the Jerusalem Post. Oh, all right. I was like, I was like wow. <laughs> Good for you, man. Like, this is a dope job. 
That is incredible. Is he Jewish? Yeah. Yeah. Wagenheim. Yeah, German yeah. Jewish. German, German Jewish, Jewish, I think. Yeah. yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah. Big Philly fan. I felt bad for him. All right, here we go. Speaking in an interview to uh, Yediot Aharonot. Pretty good. Esht. <laughs> oh, wait. Esht is the guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Haim Esht. Or Eshed? I don't know, buddy. I grew up with Jewish people. I can't help you. We're going to go with Haim. Okay. Uh, who served as the head of Israel's space program for nearly 30 years and is a three-time recipient of the Israel Security Award, explained that Israel and the United States have both been dealing with aliens for years. Ooh. And this by no means refers to immigrants. <laughs> Super random. <laughs> with, well, because immigrants are called aliens. That's true. No, that's again, people got all pissed off about that, but you know what my green card says? You're an alien. Resident, resident alien. alien. Yeah. So. With the Shed uh, clarifying the existence of a galactic federation, the 87-year-old former head of the Defense Ministry's uh, space division gave further descriptions about exactly what sort of agreements have been made between the aliens in the United States which ostensibly have been made because they wish to research and understand, quote, the fabric of the universe, end quote. This cooperation includes a secret underground base on Mars where there are American and alien representatives. If true, what do you mean if true? This would uh, coincide with U.S. President Donald Trump's creation of the Space Force as the fifth branch in the U.S. Armed Forces, though it is unclear how long this sort of relationship, if any, has been going on between the United States and its reported extraterrestrial allies. Uh, but Ashed insists that Trump is aware of them and that he was on the verge of disclosing their existence. However, the, the Galactic Federation reportedly stopped him from doing so, saying they wish to prevent mass hysteria since they felt humanity need, needed to evolve and reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. End report. Huh. That's a lie. It's not end report. As for why he's chosen to reveal the information now... Heim explained that the timing was simply due to how much the academic landscape has changed and how respected he is in academia. Quote, if I had come up with what I'm saying today five years ago, I would have been hospitalized. You still might actually there. End quote, he explained. Uh, he added that today they're already taking uh, talking differently. I have nothing to lose. I've received my degree in awards. I am respected in universities abroad where the trend is also changing. End quote. It's like what you've always said about that. Yeah. Uh, Shed provided... More information in his newest book, The Universe Beyond the Horizon, Conversations with Professor Haim Ashed. We're going to have to get him on, along with other details such as how aliens have prevented nuclear apocalypse, uh, apocalypses, excuse me, and when we can jump in and visit the Men in Black. The book is available now for 98 Israeli monies, whatever that is, NIS. <laughs> 98 Israeli monetary units. Yeah. What is, um, yeah, NIS. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. <laughs> I want the book. I'll tell you that. There's a couple cool things about that. So let's just say for a second it's true. That means that the universe is actually small. The shekel. Oh, it's a shekel. Yeah. Wow. Um, that okay. Means, that means the universe is actually small, right? Because if they're studying, if they want to study and understand, uh, what was the quote? Study yeah, me, yeah, I'm going to go grab the it. The fabric again. of the universe. I think that's what they were talking that jumped out at me, too. It's like I figured they would be way more. Yeah. Um, where is it? Do. Uh, sorry. Uh, the fabric of the universe. Yeah, you're right. 
So if they're doing that, let's say it's true. Let's just yep. let's just pretend it's true. Okay. Um, and I don't have any problem believing it's true. Um, the vastness of space and time is what has always made us think that it'd be unlikely, right? So mm-hmm. let's say it happened. Then that then that probably isn't true anymore, right? The vastness of space and time probably isn't as we perceive it. Maybe the universe is actually not that big of a place. Maybe we just haven't found a way to access and get around the universe quickly when I'm sure if there's someone here observing us, they have, right? Sure. Because if you think about the universe uh, the way we think about it, and we are a tiny, undiscernible dot in a massive, massive, uh, maybe infinite area, then there's no way they'd find us, right? The odds against that would be astronomical. The way we're looking for things, we haven't found one other planet with life on it, and there's probably trillions of them, right? And we haven't found one, because the way we're looking is is probably as rudimentary as you could look, right? We're looking course, yeah. like bit by bit, literally a grain of sand in a haystack the size of Manhattan, right? That's the way we're looking at it. So they've probably, or they probably, maybe the universe really isn't that big. Maybe it is mappable. Maybe it is traversable. Maybe these distances of space and time really are, manip- are, are easily manipulated, which is really the theory behind most space travel, right? Where mm-hmm. uh, they think, you know, there are ships that maybe bend space and time as they move along. So you're moving, like in your estimation, you're moving a foot, but you're really moving a trillion miles, right? Because right. you're bending space and time. And physicists think, and no, you can do that. We just don't know how to do it. So maybe, you know, if that's true, that means the universe isn't big like we perceive it or as big as we perceive it, right? It's a completely different thing than we see. And I think scientists conceptualize the universe anyway as like, some kind of spherical thing that may or may not have an end. Uh, you know, it, like I said, if, if they, if they've conquered space and time to get to us, then you would reason that the universe is relatively small or sure. relatively transversible with, you know, with better technology. Better yeah. I wonder physics. like, I was just, I would wonder where they were from. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. So, like, or from when they were from, right? Because, yeah. I mean, the idea of, like, the speed of light. True. We see stars are millions of light years away. At the speed of light, it would take you millions of years to get there. Well, mm. someone's got to get around that at some right. point. Right, it's going to be like... <laughs> but we're never going to get there, right? So, sure. that whole notion of where things are and how far away they right. are... Right, could they and... be, like, Earth from a million years from now? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the other question, not only the vastness of, of space, mm-hmm. but the, the never-ending va- vastness of time, yeah. where, like, maybe there was a, you know... A, 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 a life form a million years ago that that was flying around the, the universe it's since gone extinct we'd never know about that sure. right so maybe you know maybe time is not real maybe time maybe time is on maybe time is just all time all at once you know it's just the way you traverse things that determines when you are but it's not necessarily like a linear path mm-hmm. and that means your head explodes <laughs> But it's the most likely thing, right? It has to be. I'm sure. Right? I mean, (laughs) it has to be. Again, if we really are in contact with anyone, and if we ever are in contact with anyone, and if we ever will be, it'll be because we figured out this problem of space and time. Of course. That's that's really the problem, more than anything else. I think about it, we're still lighting candles off to try and escape our own fucking gravitational pull. Like, think Mm -hmm. about how far we can rudimentary. (laughs) We're not even at the horse and buggy stage. We're like... I don't even know if we're vi- we're like like we're trying to we're like Native Americans like in a canoe trying to traverse the Atlantic Ocean. I was gonna say we're just kind of walking, <laughs> you know, like so 
when you think about it, we're, we're lighting shit on fire and hoping it explodes in the right direction far enough to shoot us out into space. That's mm-hmm. like where we are. And by the way, that's... And, a, and we think that's awesome. Insane. Right, and we think that's awesome. <laughs> sure, but yeah. I'm sure, like, if those guys are up there, they're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, but even, but like you said, even the physicists who have shown you, like, hey, we know this is how it works. We just can't, yeah. we can't prove, we, we can't, can't tell you it. how to do it. They must yeah. look at it right now and be like, God, we're so far behind. <laughs> <laughs> we're so stupid. So, and we are. What's interesting is that this has been, you know, it's been out for a few days and it's gotten, you know, some attention, but it's been pretty quiet for the most part. And, but I think he's right about how it is changing. Like he clearly, whether he's totally bullshit lying or not, let's assume for a second. I don't think he is either. Let's assume what he's saying is absolutely true. He absolutely feels comfortable being able to say it now, uh, opposed to what it was 10 or 15 years ago. And I remember when we had uh, the dude who wrote that book about aliens on like last year or whenever it was a couple of years ago, he kind of said the same thing that th- that profession, it's just, there's, there's a lot more respect and, oh, and acceptance. Lo- yeah, yeah. And a lot not, more acceptance crazy. of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. I'm glad yeah. that that's the case because it's important. I think it's important that the science community acknowledges that, hey, this is not something that we can just, like, turn our back on or just laugh at anymore. This is fucking stupid. Well, and I wonder if, like, you know, they, let's say that what this guy's saying is true and that mm-hmm. they, they've decided humanity's not ready for this. I wonder if that's true or not. That doesn't surprise me, though. But people are so into, like, people are so into themselves and, like, yeah. into their own universes on their fucking phones all day. Would even register, like, like, some of us would be like, holy fuck, Right. But like, would, yeah, I think it would. But I would think, the morons that watch Good Morning America like give a shit? Yes, I think I literally think you know? everyone. I think I can't. You think people would react strongly to it? Fucking imagine what it would be like if there was like, yeah, aliens have been here. We've been in contact with them. First off, you'd have people that would just kill themselves right away because they're lunatics, right? Like you'd always yeah, have like they're the gonna weird, do they do that anyways, anyway, right? They'll find some reason, right? You'll have um, like everyone who's at a you know, everyone who is at like a Trump rally will probably start like getting their guns ready to take down aliens, you know? Sure. They'll arm up. Yep. Yep. There will be other protests right away about how, uh, we should be nicer to them. Well, there'll be new pronouns. Yeah. And there'll be new pronouns. Right. Now they'll have people identifying as aliens. Right. Like someone will accidentally call like one of the, the aliens, he, you know, just as a pronoun and that will fucking, that will fucking like become a Supreme court case. Like Javier, it'll be, it will be a fucking South park episode. If that came out, it would be a goddamn South you Park. You think episode. it would be? Yeah, you're yes, right. it would be bananas. Yeah. What I couldn't even tell. There would be nothing like it ever. This would be the but most. Like, would this would be sober, the most fascinating day in like us? history. Would it sober us? Or would like Kim Kardashian's blowjob cease to matter? Well, what if those save America? What if those videos are what kill the aliens at the end? Kim Kardashian's blowjob. Yeah, like, like, like the Earth evolves so like much. Like porn, porn is deadly. Right, yeah. Dude, if porn is deadly to aliens, they've got no shot. Right. <laughs> Release Pornhub. <laughs> I mean, there's more porn in the world than anything else. Right. So, like the Je- the Jeff Goldblum guy who like puts the virus in the com- the alien computer. Yeah. He just goes up there and puts a uh, put anal getting in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Duck Sauce 5 or whatever it was. Duck Sauce 5. I guarantee you there's more. I bet you there's more units of porn than singular units of anything else in the world. Well, like, again, if these. The earth has evolved so much that porn did really become that problem and became like a poison. So earth a million years from now is trying to come back and save us from porn. But we're like, dude, fuck you. 
if you ended up all things ever filmed, okay, that weren't no born, nothing. I thought that was a pretty good plot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if we're, I'm sorry. I didn't know if I was supposed. To, no, was supposed no, to react no, to no. That. I was kidding. I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's been so in the history of of film? Yes. In in uh, on the on planet Earth, the answer is porn. You think there's. All things combined, ever filmed, yep. or porn. Porn. You think there's more porn? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. 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 I agree. Because I mean, think about it, man. Like, think like about every it. person in the world's made like their girlfriend, or you know, the, yeah, I was the gonna say porn video with their girlfriend or whatever. Every right? hour, there's like a billion new right. porn videos. Yes, that's true. There's an endless amount of porn. Yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world to make. Is there anything easier in the world to make than porn? TikTok, maybe. I don't know. It seems hard though. Those no, kids are all amazing. I, like, no, I mean. Well, well I guess any record. video thing, but I mean... Right, but all you have to do with the porn is just press record. Right, yeah, you're yeah. fucking. It's, yeah. it's immediately sellable. It's true. Like, even the worst porn in the world, someone's watching it. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it's my favorite. Someone's, this is my favorite topic. Right, someone's into... It's my favorite you know, category. Yeah, someone's into, like, Fat 40 Harry Bush, right? I mm. mean, someone's into it. Sure. You, you can literally be anyone. That's the difference, too. 90s porn, you had to be super hot. Now, you just got to be willing to do it. <laughs> About right. <laughs> That's the only criteria at this point. There is a there's an audience out there for whatever you're doing. That is true, yeah. yeah. You're not alone, Hav. No, absolutely not. There's an audience for whatever you want to throw out the there. The internet is just so inclusive. Someone's into it. It's just such an inclusive place for everyone. <laughs> Aliens are like, wait, why did you invent this? <laughs> Sometimes like you word your search a little weirdly in Pornhub and you get something really off mm-hmm. the wall. So I word I, I I put in my wording a little weird and I all of a sudden, I got all these like girl farting videos. <laughs> it does not at all interest me, <laughs> not even a little bit. It's like the grossest thing in the world. Farting, gross. Yeah, it was like to our compilation of girls farting. Oh my god! During sex, like who's like, watching that? Like really? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna reword my search a little bit. Yeah, because that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> that's very odd. <laughs> the fact that there's like the- my search was so gross. That right. That's all I could come up. with. The fact with. that there was more than one. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude, and that enough, and enough to dude. Remember, there's the enough ones where there's a taking a shit. Hour? Didn't we? Yeah. Didn't we look up the ones about girls taking a the shit? There's mm-hmm. like tons of those. Oh, there's tons of everything. Like yeah, you said, that's what I mean. there's tons of everything. There's a fetish for everyone, and it's all on the internet. So aliens, yeah, are they in on that? Alien sex, alien porn, Oct- octocock. Oh yeah, there you go, octocock. Is there? You think what? octocock's up there getting ready to lay waste to the human race? <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. I'll impregnate eight different females at the same time. Oh, please don't. Octocon. Is there a bigger day in human history than discovering that aliens exist? No, that's it. Maybe maybe discovering the Americas. I would say it's on that level, mm-hmm. you know, for, for Western humanity. Anyway. Sure. Oh. I mean, that would be the most the most... I mean, nothing changes the human race more than that. It affects I'm everyone. I'm not saying for the better or for it worse. It literally affects it, the it entire affected world. affected the entire globe yep. profoundly. Mm-hmm. Completely changed the course of human history. Yes. Uh, and think about that. We only fucking figured out there's another half of the world 500 years ago. Like, think about how stupid we are, dangs. Yeah. That happened like five, 600 years ago. Like, oh shit, there's a whole... Dude, on the other side of the fucking... There's a whole other thing over there. Imagine that. It took us like... How long to take us? Like 80,000 years or something to figure that fucker out? Pretty much. Although the Vikings apparently figured it out long before. That's true. But, but like you said, for, for the, like the impact of the Western global modern, human yeah. race, right. you know, I mean, so right. I would say yeah. since the, since 1500, basically, 
it would have to be the most profound thing. Yeah, so the last 200 plus years. 500. Or 500 plus years, yeah, sorry. 500 plus nice, years. Nice, nice math, Chris. Half Jesus millennia. Yeah. yeah. Half a millennia. Yeah. yeah. And then before that's probably Jesus being born, right? Jesus, baby. I mean, right? It would be Jesus, the the discovery of the Western world by by Europeans, and then aliens. fucking aliens. Yeah. That would be the, the big three in the A.D. era. A.D.? Anthony Davis? In the Anthony Davis era. Those would be the big three. A.D.? Those would be the big three. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably right. Yeah, because you're going to go before that. It's going to be, you know, fire, the uh, establishment of, like, you know, villages and cities and mm-hmm. shit. But that's, I mean, we're going to. Yeah, whatever. We're just yeah. boring. Yeah. cares about But I'm that. talking like, yeah, like. Since, we're talking about, like, big days. In the yeah. A.D. era, it'd be Jesus. Big the West, day. The Western world. Big day. Aliens. Big day. The biggest day. Could be ours. We might see it. We've already seen it. We just haven't accepted it. Where I, where the, the one thing I struggle here with is that Donald Trump would listen to people and not tell anyone. Well, but they could probably get the old DT. Do you think it was like, all right, here's the deal. Surrender like, pronto, we're going to bomb Toronto kind of thing. Where it's yeah, like, we're yeah. going to just kill everyone everybody. you've ever loved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I get it now. In that case. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, good point. It's a good point, so. Great story. Uh, it's certainly going to be following it, and it's everything I want in life right now. So I'm very happy about that. I like that. Like he's just straight up being like, yeah. "We're fucking like." But this isn't the first time this has come up. There was a story a year or two ago that alleged the exact same thing. Here we go. And that they're big. Uh, that they're big. Uh, like, uh, I mean, I don't want to call it space. It's more like more like a, like a, you know, like like a life yeah. center thing. Sure. That, you know, there's big ones on the other side of the moon mm. that are far enough away that we can't see them or whatever. Sure. Yeah, I mean. I mean, you would think a telescope would pick them up, but not if they're constantly aligning themselves well, I was behind say, the moon, right? right. If they're Plus, moving with the moon. Who knows what kind of cloaking devices they might have or whatever the sure. case might yeah, be. I mean, right. their, their, yeah, probably their technology right, is right. more than like anything clo- we'd ever yeah, know. Yeah, they just look yeah. invisible to us. Yeah. Right? yeah so. so. Sweet. It's like two aliens forgot to turn on their cloaking uniforms. You see two aliens fucking up there. You're like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, whoops. There's two aliens fucking in the middle of fucking space. <laughs> no, dude. Even, no, no on, they forgot it. to fucking Everything. wear their cloaking yeah. suit. Oh, yeah. like, if I can raid up, like, fucking flick block. You got to fucking put your suit on, dumbass. Oh, shit. He's like, do I? <laughs> but look, check out my form. <laughs> oh, sorry. Forgot again. <laughs> People got to see this. Like dude, we're, uh, we're tired of watching this every night. I mean, it's three feet long. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also twelve feet tall, so it's really not that impressive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Flip flop. Is that the name of uh? Is that the name of the Mandalorian or uh, Baby Yoda? No, it's like Gary, but Gogu, right? Yeah, Gogu. That's right. Gogu? Isn't it Gogu? I don't know. Goju? Something like that. Yeah. It's like Yoda. It's like Star Wars-ified Gary. <laughs> I heard Gary. <laughs> Gary. Great. Who's that? Stanley. <laughs> baby Yoda's name is Gary. It's Baby Gary, dude. Yeah. It's Baby Gary. Hey, Gary. We always wondered what Baby Gary would look like. There it is. <laughs> Fucking Baby Gary. There he is. Fucking Baby Gary. I never understood why some names were like normal and other na- and most names are not. What do you mean? Like people on that on that in that show. Oh, like in Star Wars. Yeah, 
It's like, like Luke, right, and then like, everyone else's name is fucked. All right. That's true. <laughs> Even like Obi Wan Kenobi, right? right like, like sweet name. I guess his name was Ben, though, right? Ben, yeah, but it was yeah. Obi Wan, right? I don't know. Sure. And Princess Leia, like Han, Han Solo, yeah, yeah. Lando, I like the Solo. Though Lando part. is Solo's actually hilarious. Lando's a bigger name than I thought it was. Strangely enough, Jabba the Hutt. Jabba, yeah, Jabba. I'm sub Jabba. <laughs> Jack Porkins. No, you're starting to get into shit I don't know about. He was the fat guy who died in the. Oh, in, in like three movies? Ex- yeah, basically every movie there's a fat guy. Yeah, it's the same dies. guy. <laughs> yeah. It's got like the like the blonde fucking mm-hmm. goatee or whatever that is. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, man, we're we're going long yeah, here. We're way, we're way long. Before we go, Javier, I have an email here. A new order from Sell My Tees. Fuck yeah. Let's see what it is. And oh, we have two. Really? Two property of Bearhawks football shirts really? going out the dough. Nice. T-shirts, T-shirts. Razorbacks. What do we got? Razorbacks. Two adult unisex. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Same color. Does it tell you the color? Did they get the yellow ones? Uh, both gray. Both All the grays, right. baby. Both the, the grays. Gray the dark Ooh, the, the dark, dark gray. gray. Yeah. yeah. That's sharp, dude. That is sharp. That's that, a sharp shirt. I can't shirt. wait for my dark gray long sleever to get here. I can't wait to see people dope. wearing them and sending us pictures of it. I it's know. so awesome. That but is dope. Uh, again, we can't stress enough. All sales during, or excuse me, all profits during the month of December going to Toys for Tots for any of the shirts we have, whether it's our BSP shirt, our BSP logo, or the Shaft shirt, which uh, Bob Shaft loves, especially on a Saturday night. And then the third shirt we have, of course, is the property of Bearhawks football shirt. I'm supposed to hear from my buddy today, actually, about the logo. Oh, nice. Hoping to have that out by next week. All right. Um, so it should be up before Christmas. Should be able to get it before Christmas, I'm saying. But either way, uh, even after Christmas, throughout the month of December, all profits going to Toys for Tots. Where I think we're g- getting close to over uh, $200 already. Wow. So that's great. So and we do have an yeah. email from someone who uh, wants to donate maybe, this is possibly donation match of some type. So. Oh, sweet. That's yeah, very cool. That's the guy I, I yes. forwarded you the email. Yes, so. I just saw that. I got that email. So we'll check it out. But again, the website is javshovesanddanks.sellmytees.com. Hobbsanddanks.sellmytees.com. We good? I think we're good. Yeah, that will uh, do it. Don't forget at B Strength Pod on Twitter, at B Strength Pod Instagram. Next week, you want to answer emails? Fuck yeah. I love, I love listener questions. BruteStrengthPod at gmail.com. Good, because someone sent me one I totally forgot to ask what I was supposed to on the show. Oh, really? <laughs> All right. Well, it'll wait a week. Later, folks. All right, we're out of here. See ya. Did you do the Mamie and Flavis thing? And don't forget, MainManFlavors.com, MainManFlavors.com, online and all across Maine. Thanks, Benny. Hey, Merry Christmas to you. All right, we'll, uh, we got one or two more Christmas shows. We'll be, uh, we'll see you.